There are a number of ways that we can try to influence or even control the behaviour of others. One way is through uh, reward and punishment. Yeah, particularly common with young children. It's hard to reason with real young ones at times. And so um, what we tend to do is to dish out um, the promise of some kind of reward or a punishment. If you eat your dinner, you will get a ice cream. <laughs> or if you don't eat your dinner, you will not get your ice cream. <laughs> this method, of course, is not just um, used for children. I was in Sydney early this week and I went to a, a gym up there and the gym had these signs all over, the, all over, all around the walls and it said, don't put your weights against this wall. Penalty, $50. Don't, don't drop your weight here. Penalty, $50. Everywhere there was penalties, right? I was amazed. Rather than just, um, you know, explaining the reasoning for not dropping the weight or not leaning the weight and appealing to our reason and our goodwill as adults, we just slap punishments. <laughs> this theme of reward and punishment is also quite strong throughout the Old Testament. It's important that we understand that because uh, that kind of mindset, that that method for influencing people um, very much also influenced the way that the the Old Testament was written. And and that's also true with the the, the Ten Commandments, the giving of the Ten Commandments we we heard today in our first reading. It kind of sounds a little bit like reward and punishment, doesn't it? You shall not do this. You shall not do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) It's important that we don't interpret the Ten Commandments through that lens, though. Because quite clearly, as we see, particularly in the heart of Jesus, that that is not God's heart. We don't have a God who delights in punishing. The truth is that God is always... Loving God is always blessing us. Uh, the giving of the Ten Commandments, or any time God communicates some kind of law, God's always saying, this is how you need to live to open yourself to my blessing. Yeah? It's not about God's desire to punish or to control, but always to open us up to his love and to his blessing. In the context of the first reading, God's people were, on, were in that wilderness time, yeah? God wanted to lead them towards the promised land. So he's like, this is how you need to live if you want to open up to the promise that I have waiting for you. But it was always, it's always a, an invitation from the Lord. It's never a demand. It's important we don't read it, we don't interpret it in that way. It's always about God's desire for us to live our very best life. Yes, there is uh, punishment. There are consequences to our behaviour. But it's not so much imposed by God. It's something rather that we invite into our own lives when we don't live according to God's design for us. Yeah. So I think it's important from time to time we just check in with our motivations. Why, why am I seeking to follow I mean, assuming you're seeking to follow God's law, <laughs> it's good to ask you, what, what, what's my motivation? Am I, am I doing it to avoid punishment? Am I afraid that if I don't do what Jesus tells me to do, 
then I won't make it to heaven or I won't be blessed or I'll lose the good things I have? Or am I doing it because I really trust and believe in God's goodness, in his design, that he's created me to flourish? And as I live according to his design, I will indeed experience his deep, tremendous blessing.